Hi and welcome everyone to the 71st episode of Serum Rocks. This is Marcus Alonson and today's podcast will be about AppSource. And with me today I have Kirsten Edmondson-Wolf from Microsoft. Kirsten Edmondson-Wolf is the Senior Director, AppSource Marketplace Product Marketing, Cloud and Enterprise Group. She is responsible for building market awareness, driving demand generation, and growing market share for the app source marketplace. Welcome, Kirsten. Thank you, Marcus. It's great to be here. How are you doing today? I am doing great. It's a beautiful day in sunny Redmond, and um, I look forward to talking to your audience about app source. CRM is all about managing a customer relationship. So what's a good customer relationship to you? A good customer relationship is a relationship in which the customer feels they are listened to, they are delivered a personal experience, and that they understand exactly what they're getting when they engage you as a as a vendor. So who are your customer? Our main customers are actually Microsoft customers. So AppSource, for your audience who doesn't know, AppSource is actually our online business application marketplace. So it is the place where all of our Dynamics 365 customers, our Power BI customers, and our Office 365 customers go to find extensions or add-ons for the products that they already own. It's also the marketplace for people who do not own um, those product sets to really understand um, really understand the possibilities of Microsoft uh, software as well as our, our ecosystem, our partner ecosystem. So what we're trying to do is connect to customers who have specific problems they're trying to solve and show them the solutions that our, our ISV partners have delivered or our consulting partners have delivered to help them solve that problem. So you don't feel that you have the customers as ISVs then? They, I, I think of them as our partners, but I do understand what you're saying. So in a sense, they are also our customers because we need to make AppSource as usable as possible so that their customers can find solutions. So what is it that you do? So I am the head of product marketing for AppSource, for the, for the online business application marketplace which means that I work with our engineering teams to make sure that our customers can use the, the marketplace, get what they need, get the information they need. I also advise our partners on the best way to market to customers using AppSource as the platform. So we're customers all the time. What's your last memorable customer experience as a customer? So I, you, I can look at it two ways, and one way is a customer experience in person, and I, um, and the other is a, a customer experience through an online or a digital uh, engagement model. So I'll talk about the digital engagement model because um, that's what I focus on and what AppSource is modeled to be. As a customer, when I go online to find solutions, and the most recent solution would be Christmas shopping this last week, my husband and I wanted to look for specific offerings that we knew our 11-year-old son would care about and be excited about for Christmas. Because um, that's coming up and it's easier to buy it online sometimes. Sometimes it's easier to buy in person. And so we used many different social mediums to ask questions about, um, my son loves chemistry and he loves science. And so we had conversations with friends through various digital exchanges, email, text, Facebook, to understand sort of what the best options were. And then we went online and we searched. 
And there are companies that sell um, science, week, monthly subscriptions to science uh, kits. And we were able to identify exactly one that met my son's interests, and we were able to sign him up so that at Christmas time he will get the gift that he is looking for. I take that experience and think about how would a commercial customer like to be able to use that same sort of engagement model, but to find business application solutions that meet their need. Yeah, that sounds interesting. So if you were to explain to me what AppSource is then? So today, and any of our, our, uh, our ISV partners who are listening to this will be nodding and smiling right about now, is today AppSource is a, it's, it's two things. It is a web catalog. So if you go to AppSource.com, you will see all of our partners' listings there. And it is a broken into two. The top part is the ISV listing or the apps. So those apps that will deploy into a customer's instance of Office 365, Dynamics 365, or Power BI. And it is sorted based on the product that it, it deploys into. That is one, uh, one thing that AppSource is. AppSource is also the in-product store for those three products. So if you go into your instance of Dynamics 365, Office 365, or Power BI, and into the store section, whether it's through the Waffle in Office 365 or through the Get More Apps button in Dynamics 365, and the Waffle is also in Power BI, you will open up a screen that will show you the apps that you can download that are relevant for the product that you're in at that moment. There are reviews in there, there are um, demo assets in there, but that view is specifically what's compatible with your product. And that view, that is AppSource. AppSource is the in-product store for our business, um, business software applications. So what I want to make sure our customers get is our customers, our, our end customers. I think you made a good point earlier about there's two types of customers. There's our partners who are customers and there are our end customers. Our end customers, we want to make AppSource the place where they can go and search, I have a problem with timesheets or I have a problem with uh, integration of health data into a CRM system or I don't have intelligence an intelligent view of what's happening inside my care plan or my customer engagement plan, and I need better visibility into what's happening, you can go into your in-product and download that, or you can go to AppSource.com and you can actually search to understand what intelligence uh, functionality our partners are delivering in inside Dynamics 365 uh, for customer engagement. So would you say a simple explanation for someone who's not really tech savvy, it's the App Store for Dynamics 365, Office 365, and Power Apps then? And Power BI, yes, that is what I would say. Yeah, and Power BI, sorry. That's okay. Let me also add one thing to that, because I think it, it was the other uh, offerings available in App Source are not just the apps, but we have partners who are consulting partners who can help end customers um, get the implementation of Dynamics 365, Office 365, Power BI, and Power Apps, as well as uh, implementation of the, uh, the apps, the ISV solutions. 
So if you need, uh, if a customer needs help with their deployment of Dynamics 365 for customer engagement, there are consulting services partners that are also listed in AppSource. So we, we, we've provided information um, for both types of partners in AppSource. So this isn't the first try from Microsoft to have this listings where I can download things and install them in Dynamics 365. So what's the difference this time around? That's a great question. The big difference is we are moving to uh, an enablement system for the cloud that makes it much easier for our partners to discover, compare, try um, applications that are compatible with the, the products that they already own. It allows them to, to, to really discover um, add-ons that, that can extend the functionality of what they had, as well as compare offerings across different partners. We really want to be able to make this into an online marketplace. We are moving towards a system that will actually allow our partners to um, engage customers more directly through the marketplace. So I think um, from a what's different now is it's really much more integrated into a customer's daily life, into the product that they're experiencing in the moment, as well as through their digital exchanges and integrate, uh, engagements with Microsoft so that it's more seamless um, and it's more relevant and personalized for what they own. Before it was much um, we didn't make it easy for our customers to discover. It was much more of a stagnant, um, flat engagement, and we're making it much more of a dynamic digital engagement. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I myself have tried the earlier ones and thought they were good for what the service is offering, but uh, I've been looking at AppSource and trying it out, and I think those things that you mentioned here are a big step forward. So I think about delivering something to AppSource then. So what's the typical process that I'm looking uh, that I can expect if I try to publish something for the very first time done. So if you go to AppSource.com, and you can actually hear me in the background typing this, you go to AppSource.com and you will see a button at the top that says List on AppSource. You click on that and you will have step-by-step -step instructions on how to get onto AppSource. And this is true for the consulting services as well as the apps. And what um, there's very specific guidelines, there's very specific, um, there's an engineering team waiting to help you, not only to, to get you up on AppSource, but also the technical validation of, because as I said, this is the in-product store, so we have product engineering teams that um, will also help you do the technical validation and make sure that your your app does work as you intended inside the product um, that is the target. So that is where I would start going to AppSource.com and hitting list on AppSource and doing the step-by-step -step instruction. And at that point, you choose whether you want to do an app or you want to do consulting services. The teams that help you get up on board will actually um, are a little bit different and that those links to consulting services or app will actually take you to the right team that can help you. We also have what's called go-to-market services. So our partner management team will then, once your app is certified and up on AppSource, will actually give you an, an initial um, bundle of services that will help you promote, get the initial kickoff of the promotion of your app. So you're vetting the solutions that end up in AppSource then. So it's not 
just garbage and there is no scammers or anything like that in the app source itself. Absolutely. Yeah, we absolutely vet every single partner. We validate their technical architecture and validate that what they say is what you see on the page, that the products that it's integrated with, not only is the integration valid, but that the the, the extension that is promoted on in AppSource is actually a trusted, compliant, and secure extension of Dynamics 365, Office 365, uh, Power Apps, and Power, uh, Power BI, because all of the apps in AppSource deploy into the customer's tenant inside our data centers. So we need to validate that the, the technology that's in the apps um, is trusted, secure, and compliant. And does and does what it says it does. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Of course. So if it's saying that is helping you with the contact in some way, then it's actually doing that for the contact. And so it's not just yeah, it's an empty shell doing nothing, just collecting stuff. So you're saying that from the app source, then I can install it directly on my my Dynamics Three Sixty Five customer engagement tenant then so how how does that work if i as a partner then have published this do i get a notification on that so i can reach out to them and say hi how are you doing is everything okay did the trial go okay stuff like that so at, at this time the partner actually validates the deployment so what would happen is if you go to AppSource and you click on there's there's four calls to action. For Office 365, it's get it now. And so an Office 365 partner would just, or a customer would click on that and it would deploy into Office 365. They have a, a little bit different relationship between the ISVs and, and the software team in Office. But from a CRM perspective, which I, I believe is who is most likely to listen to this conversation, from a CRM perspective, the partner manages and owns owns it all. So we've given them the platform, but if you click on free trial, test drive, or contact me, or contact me, free trial is a 30-day trial. Um, test drive is an hour-long trial, uh, and it's a curated demo more than an actual trial. And contact me is just an email address. When a customer clicks on that, that uh, lead will go directly into the partner's CRM system. So the partner would then follow up and help manage the deployment, working with the Microsoft uh, engineering team, and the customer would give the partner access to their tenant. So the partner is um, with us every step of the way, and we do this together. It isn't, um, it isn't a Microsoft only motion it's a joint motion all right so to get it now for dynamics 365 doesn't automatically install it in my tenant then no because we have had well get it now there's only a handful of i think there's two um offers that are get it now for dynamics 365 those are um those are unique uh engagements and um a partner would or a customer would actually have to have already signed up for that, in order for the Get It Now to work, so the cust the partner would already know that um, that the customer is interested. Any any partner listening to this uh, podcast actually would get um, would have free trial, test drive, or contact me as the options, and um, they would be involved in the deployment. Okay, fair enough. 
I should also say that um, one of the things that if you go into um, the in-product experience, there's a tab in the in AppSource that says My Organization. So I know uh, one of the feedbacks we got from our IT partners, our, our IT customers, was that they wanted to approve before it was deployed. So while a business customer might identify something that's very, very interesting, they they do not have the admin rights to deploy it into the production environment, the customer's tenant. So IT would have to be involved to do to work with the partner on the technical validation. And once the deployment is validated, then it will show up in the My Organization tab of the in-product store so that everyone in the company knows that that is validated for that customer's instance. So it's not an automatic thing like an app on a phone. It's, it's a partnership between customer, partner, and Microsoft to make that truly a unique experience. Yeah, because the other thing was that you can have multiple instances for my account, sort of, if I have my first name, at, last name at company.com, then it's not just, if you're just browsing app source, it might not be obvious. Get it now. Where do you mean? Is it test? Is it production? Is it, I mean, then the sandbox test, of course, the production environment or perhaps multiple production environments and you want it in one of them and not the other one. So that's, that's always something you have to consider. Absolutely. So that's why it's a test drive or a free trial. So it's a sandbox environment that doesn't touch production that allows IT to decide where and when the app gets to. All right. So how, if the customer doesn't want it, is it easy for them to sort of just uh, remove it and, and be gone with it? So it's, as, as I said, if they hit test driver free trial, it only stays on their laptop for a certain amount of time. So they only get to use it for a certain amount of time. If they want to buy it, they actually have to contact the partner and buy it directly. And then all the traditional contracting mechanisms between Microsoft and the partners and return, um, all of those kick in. So there isn't anything new and different about AppSource than there is in the traditional way we go to market together. But a customer would only have it for a limited time. Yeah, and I was thinking perhaps it's only managed solutions and the uninstall option is always there if you sort of further down the line realize that this uh, this functionality isn't needed any longer for some reason. Yes. So if I as a partner then would like to say, okay, they're not paying or for some other reason not fulfilling their part of the deal how can i sort of remove that functionality or protect my intellectual property from that point of view so the relationships so appsource is no different than any other way that our partners um, can manage the customer tenants so what we would say to our partners is they would use the traditional um, the agreement they have with microsoft on how they um, remove the functionality and the IP from the customer's tenant. That means having the trust and partnership is the key thing here, not sort of just protecting your IP, but getting the value to the customer. And as long as you're doing that, you're pretty much safe. Yep. 
All right. So if we look at the new competency that's been released this year, there's a new ISV competency. How does that fit into this app source model? Our ISV competencies really are we have we have a series of gates. The first gate is co-sell ready, and it is it is a relationship that you have with Microsoft that um, allows partners and Microsoft to go to market together in a more traditional software way, um, working directly with with partners, a much more in-person relationship. What we wanted to build what's called IP co-sell ready, and that's really around the competencies that you're talking about. What we ask our cust- our partners to do is actually submit to us, this is part of the technical validation. We want to make sure that your IP does what it says it's going to do, works the right way inside um, our our data centers and delivers it to the level of expectations of our customers. So we have this engineering team do the actual technical validation. Um, and you have to participate in that to a certain level, depending on what you actually um, participate in. And it's all online at uh, in the in the partner partner center, the cloud partner portal. You can find all of the comp- competencies, and I would encourage everyone to to go do that. Um, but the biggest the biggest thing is to meet the performance requirements, which I just outlined. There's actual technical requirements based on the product you want to be uh, surfaced inside the product store too. Um, you will publish your, uh, once you're technically validated, if you are a uh, Azure-based partner, you will be um, an Azure-based partner. You will be, um, if you are an Azure-based partner with a target audience of IT, you will be surfaced in Azure Marketplace. Our IT, we, we send our IT customers and our Azure customers to Azure Marketplace and Azure Marketplace is the in-product store for Azure. If you are your target audience is a business customer, or you you leverage Office 365, Dynamics 365, Power BI, or Power Apps, you will be sent to AppSource, and you will be highlighted in AppSource. Um, and then there is um, there is a, a, an annual fee, and so that will make you a, a silver uh, silver partner. In terms of a gold, yeah. So in terms of a gold competency, we are really trying to what we want to be able to do. There are certain partners that just want to be part of the Microsoft ecosystem, but there are other partners that actually want to want to show their continued investment and their continued engagement with Microsoft. And so we have the gold competency, and so you still have the performance requirements. That doesn't change. We've got to validate. Um, we've got to validate that you're technically compatible and that you've actually, um, you you bring the best out of our, our products. And so that will continue. Um, you'll have to have specific performance thresholds that in order for you not to have to pay a fee, you actually have to, to, to have a certain level of consumption um, or a certain level of Dynamics 365 revenue or Office 365 um, engagements. There is still a fee for it, but um, you get a significant higher level of technical engagement with engineering as well as engagement in terms of, of promotion and app source um, and a higher level of go-to-market services benefits from OCP. From a go-to-market services benefits perspective, you would want to go, if you want to learn more, you would want to go to the go-to-market services section of the partner uh, MPN, Microsoft Partner Network. It's all outlined there. Yeah, and now we'll be sure to add the link to the ISV competency in the show notes. So anyone who's interesting can go there, and from there, it's really easy to check the 
technical requirements and perhaps they're updated now and then and mm-hmm. and that go to market is there as well and for me it's really interesting because usually the silver um, bar has some requirements that you have to sell a number of seats or uh, bring in a certain amount of uh, i mean revenue or something like that but this as it is right now doesn't have that for silver it is like you said you have to be have a published application and then uh, of course fulfill all the requirements there but then that's basically it and then you pay the fee and then you're a silver partner for isv so it's as it is right now fairly easy to get to the silver level for uh, if you want to have something on the uh, partner side there well, we want to be able to grow our ecosystem as much as possible. And um, one of the, if you can imagine, um, there are a lot of, of startups and smaller companies that want to get the same engagement with Microsoft that want to be an app source, but don't have, you know, they're just getting started or they're just moving over into Dynamics 365 or onto Azure. And we want to make sure that they get access to us at a certain level as well. But then there are other partners who, but their business and very much want to be a part of the, have been a part of the Microsoft ecosystem for years, want to continue to be part of the Microsoft ecosystem. And so we need to give them a higher level of competency and we want to recognize them um, as well. So that's why we, we changed the model a little bit. If you want to have the platform and have the breadth of solutions that you want to have and and compete with other vendors then isv for me at least is the only way to go because i mean if if one product cannot and will be impossible to use if it covered every single scenario that anyone on this planet has yes that is true (laughs) or okay um uh, so what do you see here if we try to look forward for AppSource? Uh, what's the focus for you and what's the problems that you're trying to solve both for customers and for potential ISV partners here then? So I am focusing on the next rev of AppSource. So AppSource was set up two years ago to really be a catalog. It started out as a catalog for our Dynamics 365 partners, and it grew to include Power BI, Power Apps when they came on board, and Office 365, because we noticed that our business customers were really going to, were gravitating towards towards AppSource. But we also noticed that the market is changing, and AppSource hasn't changed with it. So our customers expect Features and functions such as I want to be able to compare apps. Um, if I'm a small business and I need a small um, sort of customer engagement solution and not uh, Dynamics 365, what ones fit for my for me? What ones fit for you know Dynamics 365 for talent? Or I need a specific uh, type of business intelligence. What partners have delivered that in Power BI? We need to bring that level of personalization to Dynamics. We need, I mean, to, to AppSource, we need to make sure AppSource is mobile enabled, not for, for discovery and investigation, not so much for trial, but at least for the beginning of the, the, the funnel. 
we need to make sure that um, that we allow our customers to transact when and where they want to in a way that's meaningful for not only our customers, but for Microsoft and our partners. And so we're doing some of the research there as to what that would look like. And most importantly, we need to, our customers have told us that as millennials move into positions of decision-making and budgetary authority, they want a much more seamless digital engagement. And so we need to enable that in AppSource. It is a flat, static catalog now, and we need to make it much more dynamic. So we are looking at investments that will allow um, us to surface more partner solutions in the right way that highlights the true differentiation of our partners in a also from a customer engagement perspective that is more dynamic and actually more sticky for, for a millennial buying public that is now in a position of budgetary decision-making authority. So that's sort of what we're looking at. So would you say that you're trying to make it easier to get started with AppSource from the consumer side then, or, or I mean from the customer side? And so those tryouts and those trials can be easier to get to them. Yes, that's exactly, that's a great way of saying it, Marcus. I will say that I have a parallel team that is working on the partner ingestion side. So what is the best way we can empower our partners to enable this new, cu the new customer engagement motion we're doing on the, on the two customer side? That there's a group of people under Toby Bauer who works on in this product marketing team under Alyssa Taylor. His team is really thinking about it solely from the partner side. How do we empower our partners, enable them, have the right programs in place, technical validations to get them into AppSource and ready quickly to take advantage of our new investments on the storefront side? So it is a parallel effort. It is not one or the other, it is both. So if we look at the solutions in AppSource then, what are the, do, would you like to make a call out for something that you feel are missing there? Some key features that you think, okay, it would be great if we had, or an ISV had a solution for XYZ in, uh, in something. So to be honest, sort of what I'd like to, to end with, with our, our partners is, I, I, our partners know more about specific industries and specific requirements for industries than we'll ever know. And so I would love to see more and more partners bring their unique IP and their unique um, differentiated solutions into AppSource. What I would really love for them to do is think about it as an ease of use exercise. So if you are a partner that works with Dynamics 365 for F Finance and Operations. How do I highlight our a piece of our solution in a, in a test drive in a one hour curated demo that actually shows the best of what we have? And then when a customer says, yeah, I'm interested in, in having a further conversation, that that is a much stronger qualified lead for you because you've showed them through this test drive experience the potential of what your solution does for Dynamics 365 for FNO. I say the same thing. It's even it's even more impactful on the on the Dynamics 365 for customer engagement or CRM side. If you have a solution that really helps um, the sales teams in a bank or in a manufacturing organization or in um, in in pharma in big pharma, I strongly encourage you to make it inside your listing in AppSource 
make that make that call to action really about that 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 test drive or the free trial that's highly curated experience that a customer can visualize as they go through this so that when they when it comes through to you it's a much uh, more qualified lead, highly qualified lead. I would also strongly recommend that you look at the content in your listing today, understanding that the target market for AppSource is that millennial market. And while we don't have a, a optimized storefront today, we are moving in that direction. And I would I would look at how do I position my offer in a way that um, that is short, quick, to the point and very prescriptive about what a customer needs to do to learn more beyond just clicking to a Word doc or clicking to a white paper. It's got to be visual. They love visual and they love short. So I would encourage our, our partners, um, especially in their marketing organizations, to start thinking about how you do that because that's that's what we find today is the stickiest and leads to higher conversions versus what we found, uh, what we find, what, what we're driving to. So for instance, uh, the conversion rate on a contact me call to action is um, 2%, which is pretty small, not a highly qualified lead. But if they go through a test drive, those conversion rates go up into double digits. And those are much more qualified when they come to you. So that's really what I would like our, our partners to start thinking about is how they present themselves inside AppSource to be stickier to, um, to millennials. Okay, so the test drive then, let's, let's focus a bit on that then. So that's a environment that I provide to the customers. So I have the data, I have the environment, so I can have the dashboards and the data and the flow prepared for the users and the customers when they start this one hour test drive done. Yes. And it would be um, it would be a sandbox environment inside your your tenant um, or wherever it makes sense for you to to put it. But you would have all access to all of the data that the customer shares. You would be able to deliver them a personalized experience, and and you would have them. Um, they would be your lead, and no one else is going to be able to see that but you. That way, once they've engaged in that that curated experience, you understand what it is they're looking for and when you pick up the phone and reach out to them or you, they send you an email or contact you directly, you already can, you halfway down the decision-making process and can start it from a more intelligent, the conversation from a more intelligent perspective. Would you say that there is, I made a mistake if I don't have this sort of a test drive and that's really important for your point of view then? I, I think you should have um, you should manage your expectations of what AppSource can do for you. If you if you go with the contact me, so what t traditionally happens is is business application uh, partners or ISVs who built on top of business application platforms, they will look at their their ISV solution from a holistic perspective, and they will say it's too big, it's too hard, you can't put it in app source. And what I would say back to them is, actually, if you look at a piece of what you do that really touches the customer in a way that makes them want to have the conversation about this small slice, we have a number of customer uh, partners who have built the intelligence first. 
And so you go in and you might have um, a tool that actually helps retailers send marketing materials more impactfully, but you're not going to have a demo of that entire application, but you might just have the intelligence piece. And so I'm going to go in and show you how you can slice the data more effectively and have smarter emails and then that feeds into Dynamics 365 for marketing or that feeds into let's say it's a sales campaign that you want to you want to um a customer is looking for start with the intelligence make that crisp and clear and easy because once you have knowledge it automatically flows right into Dynamics 365 so i would look at it from that perspective find that 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 component piece that everyone wants to do create a curated Demo experience for that, and then worry about the larger piece of your application. Don't try and put it all in AppSource because nobody's going to buy ERP from AppSource. Knowing the industry and the things that you're selling, so the things that are perhaps obvious and that everyone has, don't put focus on that, but put focus on what sets you apart from the other competitors that you have and start with that. As you said, perhaps it's the business intelligence and how you can look into this as you, was it the example like marketing? How can you filter and make sure that the pipe is leaking as little as possible? And I mean, that's, that's really important for most people. That's absolutely correct. So thank you for your participation in CRM Rex, Kirsten. You're welcome, Marcus. I had a great time. And if anyone wants to reach out to me, please feel free. You can find me in LinkedIn um, and send me messages through LinkedIn, Kirsten Edmondson-Wolf, um, the Senior Director for AppSource Product Marketing. I look forward to hearing from your audience. And thanks to your listening. And don't forget that you can find CRM Rocks. Just search for it in your favorite podcasting app and you will find it right there. See you next time on CRM Rocks.